ladies. Thank y'all for joining once again. This is Vibrant Vernacular. It's Shawan. It's Azalea. And Pashas. Good morning, everybody. Yes. Thank y'all for tuning in, rocking with us as always. Um, this morning, um, I wanted to address um, a video that I saw with Meg the Stallion that where she was basically opening up a little bit more about what happened to her. And um, you know how I guess this has been dragging along for weeks where we still feel like we don't know a lot, but we, I guess we know a little bit more after watching her video. Have you guys seen the video? Did y'all watch it? Yes. I saw some of it, like bits and pieces. I don't know why I just couldn't, it didn't hold my attention long enough to just want to sit and engulf myself in it. But I did listen to, I guess, the snippets that they posted on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, I always say inquiring minds want to know, you know, (laughs) we may see pictures of people together. And then when things go left or go wrong, I'm like, what happened? Like, y'all can't just leave us in the dark now, you know, (laughs) especially we've been liking, we've been rooting for y'all, you know, but it's just basically what she said was that he shot her, Tori shot her and she was giving more explanations for how it happened and with me being me, I'm always thinking above and beyond I just (laughs) want to dive more into like, what the hell like what would make him just shoot her, especially if she said she was walking away, that was my issue, like was you that much in your feelings or that mad that you felt it was necessary to use your weapon and was she a threat to him that's what I want to know. But I do want to hear what y'all think about it, about what you did see on the video. That's a good way. I hadn't thought about that. Was she a threat to him? Anywho. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So I came up with this whole made up story in my head, y'all. Because we don't have enough to go home. Let me hear exactly. your story. I want to hear the story. And I'm an overthinker anyway. So I was like, yo, let me pretend I'm at this party and what happened? So I was like, boom, I'm there. Got a cute, you know, two-piece set on. Not not swimsuit, but just like a cute little bandeau and some pants. And I'm hanging around. And I was like, what could have taken place? I was like, boom. They was over there arguing. You know, Tory Lane's been doing extra stuff on. People to twerk. Be all amazing. And I was like, I feel like he approached Meg with the same kind of like disrespectful energy. She's like, nah, that ain't what I'm here for. I'm just here to kind of chill. Like, it ain't that type of party, Tori. So I'm thinking, what would I do? Because I was over there. So I walked over (laughs) to the party, the argument. And I was like, let me peep what's going on. It's getting a little hostile. I didn't partake. I just grabbed another drink and stood like, you know, in the distance. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so they still arguing. It's escalating. She was like, nah, bitch, I told you this ain't what I'm here for. Leave me the fuck alone, Tori. And everybody's (laughs) going around. They're like, why are you getting so upset, Meg? She's like, cause he on that bullshit. You know, I'm an artist. I ain't come out here. I ain't like one of these little hoes. And so he is like, these little hoes, she's like, you better take your little ass and get the fuck away from me. (laughs) So go ahead. With his little man energy, he was like, bitch, what'd you just say? She was like, I said, get your little motherfucking ass away from me. So he was like, he was like, nah. 
I don't think she know who she fucking with. And then he shot her in the feet when she trying to get away from the situation. And then mm-hmm. I had to lead a party. I but I just feel yeah, like you don't want to be a witness. You can't like snitch. Yeah. You know, I you know they got that no snitching rule. Exactly. exactly. And I gotta you got things to, to do. So, nah, but all jokes aside, you know how, and I don't know, because I've experienced this from like my heyday, you know, you may be out with a group of girls and certain guys will approach you and you'd be like, no, nah, you know, I'm not interested. And they'd be like, all right, that's okay, bitch. I ain't want to talk to you anyway. Yeah, yeah like, they get ignorant when it didn't go yeah, their way. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not because you, in essence, like escalated a situation or you were disrespectful. Now, don't get me wrong. Some women do get disrespectful, but just from my experience, I'm very non-confrontational, so I wouldn't be disrespectful, but I just wouldn't be interested. And then I just had niggas be like, all right, kill your ass. Well, nobody trying to talk to you anyway. Like, yeah. why that, was your pride... Yeah, like, why was your pride extra hurt off of just a polite decline? <laughs> but anyway, that was my made-up story. It's not far-fetched, <laughs> like... I just feel like, um, you know, for me, you know how my uh, my son was saying one time, he said, short men always disrespect you. Like, <laughs> that's just his observation. He's like, short men always disrespect you. And I was like, it's so weird. I don't know if there's this thing where it, does my size intimidate some people? So you feel the need to dominate or talk to me crazy because Maybe. that's how... I, I don't know. Everything to me just screamed like whatever she said, he couldn't get over it or felt totally disrespected uh-huh. enough to do that. Hello. Okay, we're going to pick back up. Um, but definitely, I, just, I guess I'm really like, you know, when I saw her, her level of pain and I, I another thing I thought about was was it really necessary to show your scars? Like people don't believe or, you know how some people just say like it it wasn't real or it didn't happen like that. Like, do you think it was necessary for her to go as far as showing her scars on online? Do you think that was really necessary? I think in this day and age of people fabricating stuff for attention, I think Mm -hmm. it helped her to feel like she was proving her point. Um, in a sense that it happened because of course we saw the TMZ clips, you know, but you know, I didn't really see her limping or any craziness on the little clips that I saw uh, from TMZ, but I guess it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of helps her side of the story. Um, But of course we haven't heard Tory Lanez talk and I know I may have missed and I may repeat some stuff, but I just wanted to add this. When I was listening to your story, Azalea, what I thought was <laughs> interesting is when you look on her past stories on Instagram from, from when we started COVID and stuff, her and Tori were already kicking it. So they were already kicking it. So it wasn't like it was a new, like her just meeting him that night. They were already intimate, innocent. Hopefully that makes sense. So they had already had some sort of relationship where she was quarantining with him at certain points during this whole situation. So him just approaching her to ask her to twerk. No, she had, she had been on his live twerking and stuff already. So it wasn't like a new situation for them. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, like, well, yeah, that's definitely, you know, 
true. That part, I, I, I guess I saw clips or pictures of that too. But when you mix in drugs, alcohol, and a lot of other people, I think that definitely makes, you know, for an interesting storyline, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, all the possibilities of what could have happened during that moment. But yeah. I'm like, okay, girls Girls talk shit to guys all the time, but at what point do you couldn't take the words that you had to pull out a weapon? Like, who was a threat to you enough for you to shoot them? Like, at that point. He ain't want to fuck with the Jolly Green Giant. Y'all shut <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> oh, she big all the way around. Like, That's not big. For the feet. Yeah, I mean, because he, he had to knock her to his level. And I'm not saying that he should have did that. So don't think me saying that means that that's what he should have did because that's absolutely wrong. You know, oh, he, could he shouldn't have shot her. Um, but I just, I'm struggling. I don't know. I feel like he's wrong for shooting her. But I'm struggling with understanding the full picture. So like, it's not saying I feel for him or I'm trying to advocate for Tory Lanez because right is right, wrong is wrong. My problem is I don't feel comfortable giving a full opinion on him being completely wrong when I don't know what happened. Like, I I feel like he was wrong for shooting her, yes. But I don't know the full picture, so it's very hard to really say, you you know, to really speak to it. And honestly, like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like if I say that I feel like she has issues, it's, kind of like people are going to think that I'm condoning his actions, which I'm not. I just feel like it's, it had to be something more. Like, I can't see him just really just shooting her for no reason. But like, you know, if there's no imminent threat. You but, know what? One thing she said... Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine. I was I'm just going to... One thing she said from the... When this first story first came... When this story first came out, she said that as Black women, we hide or hold on to a lot of things to protect other people. In the video that we recently saw from her, she said she didn't tell the police he got a gun. He just shot me because the whole story would have turned out a lot different based on what we've seen in recent months, weeks and years on how police are treating black people and how this whole gun situation can turn real ugly real fast. So my issue was with her not being outright and truthful you know, telling what exactly what happened in that moment, it really kind of, you know, skewed things. But at the same time, it's like, I get her reasoning behind it. When you mentioned the issues, it's not like saying, oh, she crazy. What issues were you going to bring up? Because I feel it's a valid point. Yeah. So I agree with that. I agree with that too. It's just also too with these celebrities, y'all have so many like, publicist, security, mm-hmm. all this other stuff that could have communicated that same information. And again, I think that's part of the problem. I'm not in the industry, so I don't know. But I think that's part of the issue with the industry. It's your entourage and everybody not doing necessarily their job. Like, yep. and I get what she's saying to de-escalate the situation. But once it's de-escalated, you should have some people that can go report what really took place. Because not to be funny. Yes. Because not to be funny, there's still some, I feel like there's still some behind the scenes stuff because she didn't Mm -hmm. still go into further detail about what took place. Yes. So like she said, they went to jail. So there's clearly something going on. Some case things were being questioned that she's still protecting him to a certain extent. And why? 
and, and like protecting yeah. him is protecting her because she has some responsibility mm. okay it's not her fault if he decided to shoot her I say this again but there is some sort of responsibility that she feels as though she has in the situation in my opinion mm. now let's say that she's talking about this police stuff and I'm not saying that that's not the case because we all understand that she's a celebrity TMZ has footage that's a totally different she's not my children driving in the same situation happened as for her being a, a celebrity status they were in a sprinter I think a Mercedes sprinter is that do y'all recall seeing it was like a Mercedes sprinter or something I was I just think, looking at her I don't even know I think that they were in you're in a Mercedes sprinter you're a celebrity if the police pull you over the treatment is not necessarily going to be the exact same as if it were my son riding in a Honda Civic mm. you know what I'm saying and the fact that TMZ has footage of the incident mm. it's not the same so your excuse for protecting him to me doesn't add up with, with the situation you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying it couldn't happen to him. That's not what I'm saying. But to have that as your reasoning behind police and involve the police, that kind of doesn't make sense. And then the fact that they showed up, quote unquote, she said they showed up so quickly. What could you have done? You've already kind of ruined the man's career with this situation and coming out saying that he shot you for no reason. So what are you still protecting? Like, what's the end goal? Mm. I didn't look at it from that point. For me, I'm just like, wow. Part of me, it's like she said a, a neighbor or a witness based on the neighborhood they were in, somebody called to have helicopters out. Um, that was one thing she mentioned also. And I feel when they were telling her to back out or walk towards them, it could have been Michael Jackson, but they wouldn't have known that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they didn't know, oh, this is Meg the Stallion and we're going to treat this a certain way. Or, you know, like they didn't even know who's in the vehicle. One of the issues that I also um, thought about was when she said, you know, her homegirl was in the car too, you know, and it wasn't like, I hope my friend was okay. Or mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess every, every man was kind of for themselves at that moment. But she said all three of the other people got arrested. So I'm like, dang, was it really every man for themselves in that vehicle? Like, you know, to know what was transpiring, you know, what led to the vehicle stopping, to her getting out, all that stuff. You know, she the way she put it was like she got out before and then he shot her. But when we saw her backing up, I'm like, okay, did you have to get out of the vehicle and then walk back? Or like you said, there's so much more that we, I want to know about this story. But my bottom so, line is just, oh, go ahead. My bad. So I think to a certain extent, Meg still thinks she's very down to earth. Mm. I don't think she's understanding that her level of fame that she's reaching, you have to operate different. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of get her thought process about, you know, because again, she feel like she, you know, a homie. It's not like I, I don't. I always hate to use Beyonce, but um, it's not like she's Beyonce, and mm -hmm. more than likely, none of this is going to go down. She still kind of equates herself with not necessarily. I feel like being that famous. So yeah. I kind of get her thought process about 
you know, I ain't finna just tell, like, the police all this stuff because, one, I'm Meg the Stallion. Do they really know, like Shawan was saying, who Meg the Stallion is? Like, the type of area or vicinity they're in, I'm sure they kind of proceed with some type of caution because of the neighborhood or mm, wherever this okay. mansion or place, you know, is. But in her mindset, this is still the police. I'm from Houston, Texas. You know, I don't know if they know you know, who I am to kind of approach the situation like they would if they knew this was Jay-Z, Beyonce, even Kim Kardashian, Kanye. Yeah, that makes sense. I got you. So I kind of think that might be, but at the same time, like, again, there's still a whole bunch of, like, fill in the blanks. Because also another question when I was talking to my, I don't know if it was my sister or somebody, but we were like, we haven't seen her with her friend recently, neither. See, that's my point right there. Yeah. Kind of what all transpired and like who, you know, I don't know. Yeah, when she was talking, she was like, them three, she literally said those three motherfuckers was in the car. Like, there was no, you know what I'm saying? If it was one of y'all, like my girl, um, it was two dudes, but my girl, she was in there. She needed to come out with me. I was trying to get her. There was no mention of this her friend it was another female so I'm just like dang you know it just really makes you wonder what's really going on Pastor did you want to say something I feel like I um no no you guys I was listening I'm listening as well so like I'm with y'all and for me and as we all can speak to the fact that we all have great friends yeah right yeah it's no way that I would be saying my friend got arrested. Why would my friend get arrested and, me and not me? Too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm the one that's shot. Like uh, it's somewhere where you're wrong in there. And I'm not saying she's wrong and deserved to get shot. I keep repeating that because I I don't want people saying that that's what I'm saying about her. But something that you did didn't didn't add up. You know what I'm saying? Or something that happened didn't add up to what you're saying. And for you to keep reiterating that you were shot in the foot for no reason for no reason for no reason and then you keep saying that yeah Tory Lanez's camp is putting out this information to put I haven't heard anything from his camp I haven't heard anything other than from you and about you and what happened to you I haven't heard anything from Tory Lanez or his publicist or the people around him haven't heard anything the only thing we're hearing is from you Megan so like what what do you like you feel compelled to talk about it by who like other than your friends and the public wanting to know what happened like who is pushing you to talk about it and you're like these you're saying his camp is putting out these false narratives and have y'all heard anything no I think she getting information from the inside it's probably and I think that's a problem with this generation they have to go to live to address their life. Yeah. And yep. live, yeah. And like live is not court. Even yeah. white people have issues. They go to court. They're not jumping on live, letting their fans exactly. know what took place. You gotta, like, you have to stop with that. And that's why I say she don't realize her level of fame. Even for going back to Beyonce and Jay-Z, we will never know what happened in that elevator because we <laughs> moved the hell on. Like, you... <laughs> You cannot, I don't know, like it's it's a training in progress that they have to understand that once they get to a certain position, you don't talk. You have other people talk for you. You and pay I think, people to do that. Exactly. Right. And oh I just God. feel like 
she hearing all this stuff in the industry and like he says she said inside and then I guess she feel you know again they young they impressionable to the comments they get in people probably sending them dms about stupid stuff you don't have to answer that at all you just don't yeah you gotta Mm -hmm. cut all of that out and like you said pay people to talk about this dumb shit for you why do you think so many celebrities have one follower on IG or they yeah. follow one per- you know what I'm saying like with when I look at it, and even with me like my page when they block comments yeah and my page is private I only follow what I want to follow I only pay attention to what I want to pay attention to you know what I'm saying and I know at the end of the day we still are you know beings that absorb information so there are times where I'll look at stuff and it'll get me disturbed and I have to realize you know I have to flush this some type of way but like you have to realize that if you choose if I say I want to be a rapper or I want to be a celebrity I want to be a public figure in some type of capacity every piece of attention I get is not going to be the attention I want it's not going to happen You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? There's no reason for you to really think that everybody's going to love you. Everybody's going to like you. Everybody's going to have your best interests at heart. They didn't have that when you were not a celebrity. Do you understand how far your reach is going to be now? That now you have that machine behind you and you have that certain level of fame that you wanted, that you wanted, that you asked for. Can you imagine the, I mean, if you're already getting... 10 people that don't like you and you're not a celebrity. Imagine now you're reaching the world. How many people that's going to be multiplied. You know what I'm saying? By millions. You can't expect that all of everybody's going to be like, oh, poor Meg. I feel so sorry for you. We love you, Meg. You can't expect that. Like that's, I don't even expect that as me. You know what I'm saying? If people listen to our podcast, I don't expect everybody to agree with what I'm saying. Right, right. That's a false expectation. You know what I'm saying? I don't expect everybody to say, well, passions is attractive. I don't expect that either. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you have with your to fine understand. ass. I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, I can't lie. I got something going on over here. But um, I'm just saying, you just cannot have the expect- expectancy that everybody's going to like you. I love that. And, you know, it just like I was thinking about when I'm on YouTube, I'm watching people's videos and, you know, you get millions and millions of likes, but then you got that down, you know, the thumbs down. And I'm like, somebody was just in their feelings to not like this, you know, (laughs) but it's like the reality, like you just said, not everybody's going to be all happy go lucky for you, you know. And that made me think about when, um, as they say, you have to operate different and move different. And yes. You see how some people just stay out the way, you know. And when you did mention Beyonce, like we can, I feel we can count on one hand the number of controversy or, you know, stories that we've seen unfold where it's like, oh, you know, I thought you was this and now you this, you know, it's like. To stay out the way, that does take some effort, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. especially when you pop money. So, yeah. Yep. yep, exactly. A lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Damage control costs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what she has to understand. Like, like Azalea said, you pay people to handle those things for you. Like, literally, that's what a publicist does. You know what I'm saying? Her job is to put out whatever fires that you set. 
And, That's yeah, what she's yeah. for. And you can't use your home girl that you just been hanging out. You want to give her a job. Like literally you have to find somebody that is well seasoned in the business that's been around what mm-hmm. the TV show scandal. Isn't that what that's about? You know what I'm saying? Oh. I haven't seen any of the episodes, but it <laughs> wasn't that Carrie Washington's job. Like mm-hmm. that was her job was to put out whatever fires she could put out. Like literally like yeah, she was a fire her damn self. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like I said, I haven't seen any episode, but that's what the position that she was that that she held. You know what I'm saying? I think that's hard too for the younger generation because yes, nowadays with social media, like they fame take off literally overnight. Yes, I know. Yes, and I know it's not like you know how everybody's like you know success ain't overnight, and it's not. But it's hard to tell them that in this era. You literally that, can post as a like, video. But it is, though. In this era, it's different from us. So, like, True. when we grew up, it was work. Like, we didn't have social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at, like, a lot of videos, like, I was looking at a clip of Steve Stout. He's, like, he was, like, the manager for, like, Nas and all these other celebrities. <laughs> and he was saying, and I think Dame Dash said something similar, but I can't remember, and don't quote me on it. But they were saying how... Um, record labels are obsolete now. They're becoming obsolete. It's you think about it. Independent the, doing their own thing. And you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got um, what's that other uh, streaming platform? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> you, YouTube. You have all of these channels of getting who you are out there. Why the hell do I need a machine behind me. I don't need that yeah, anymore. But you know what? When you talked about the young people nowadays and all of that, it just made me think about something that's, you know, worth talking about too. Um, when she didn't want to, you know, express all the details out of, you know, protecting certain individuals, it's like loyalty versus common sense. Like, come on. Like, that's you so loyal to your hood, your crew your people like that common sense would say to me, you know, if I'm in that situation, like, I guess I would have blurted it all out, you know, like, don't shoot me. Don't treat me like this. I'm the victim here. You know, I just, at what point does loyalty drown out common sense? You want to be so loyal to a cause, a person, a place. I'm going to go back to what Azalea said. (laughs) When you look at it, she she has the ability to pay people mm-hmm. to take care of these types of things. Yeah. I understand where she grew up. Like, as Lee was saying, like, she hasn't relinquished that mindset. Mm-hmm. But she has to understand that she's not Megan Thee Stallion in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. She's a celebrity. Just like TMZ apprehended video footage after that quickly after the incident, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just them. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. them in that van. They in an area that is, you know, uh, a prominent area. How TMZ get that footage that fast? Mm. You have to understand the position that you're in, whether you want to give us all of the information or not. It's going to come on. Now. It's going to come out. Even with the like, as when you were talking about the Beyonce elevator thing, how we would never know what really happened. Mm-hmm. We won't know because we couldn't hear what happened, but we saw it. Yeah. How did you have footage of it? Um, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing that people that these celebrities don't understand. Regardless of all of this, every part of their life is on camera and it's broadcast. 
you have nothing that's private and sacred, not saying nothing, but you have very few mm -hmm. moments that are going to be private and sacred. So whether you want to tell us today, tomorrow, in 10 years, and six years, and five years, <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to say it. You know what I'm saying? You don't have mm -hmm. a private life when you sign up for that position. And I just wanted to say this real quick. How many people do y'all know that go viral and have nothing backing them? You see mm -hmm. a clip that's going viral. So as like, they don't need that hard work ethic. They can go viral with one video and be insta famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's totally different than what we had to go through. Like our generation growing up, what we had to see people go through. You know, it's a totally different ball game. We can do one podcast, y'all, and have the right person hear it. And now we are insta famous, which is gonna happen. But I'm just okay. saying, okay. you know what I'm saying? And we yeah. don't need a machine behind us to do that. That's so true. I was looking at this one guy. Um, he was fairly new. Like, I don't remember seeing his face. And I'm definitely going to have to shout him out when I go back and do my research. But very handsome fellow. And one of the things he was saying, he's like, look, everybody got their phone and their computers in front of this point. So whatever we want to do, now's our time to do it. You know, so I'm happy that we are consistent with this podcast because like you said, you know, anything could happen. Like I always say in the blink of an eye, you know, things could definitely change in our favor. But the guy was just saying, why not put your stuff out now? Why not do what, what you said you wanted to do? Like now's the time, you know? So that just made me think about it. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember his name. I think he's on Instagram and also um youtube but the point was just that look if you want to be you want to be the one reporting or doing what we're doing right now who's stopping you from doing it you know like who's stopping you from putting your stuff out there so i just think it's more you know making sure that we always do our food for thought so what i want to know what advice would you give you know if, if you had the opportunity to like do a one-on-one -on -one with with Meg or Tori, like, can y'all imagine what you would say to them? Like, what advice <laughs> you would give to them in this situation? You know what's funny? They got this is all off subject, but since you named <laughs> both of them, they got like this damn petition that's trying to get Tory Lanes deported because I guess he's from Canada. Yeah, he's so is. weak. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I would just well, kind of how Pashas was going to go there with um. Megan, again, not justifying her being shot, but just kind of, again, because as everyone knows, we've all lost our mom. She lost yeah, her mom, too. Yeah. And she lost her mom right at kind of a point where people were starting to know her. Her mom, mm -hmm. from what I understand, was also in the industry or a rapper um, as well. Um, so I And think her dad, Azalea. Don't forget her dad. Her dad oh, I know her dad and, was too. Yeah, her dad passed away. And you said something about her grandma, right? Her mm. grandma did too. So yeah. her grandma, I think, actually passed away relatively um, shortly after her mom did. So I think um, what I would tell her is you kind of, I get it, it's hard. Money's flowing in, opportunities are coming. But mental health is real. You have to take a break and step back from that. She even mentioned in one of her IGs that she's not over her mom yet. She said, and she kind of somewhat broke into tears. She's like, I'm still not quite over that yet. 
So, you know, it's a lot going on. Like somebody kind of needs to hold her hand and say, yo, it's okay to take a hiatus. You're young. You can kind of pop back in when need be, because that's a lot to process. Mm -hmm. The person that you love the most, the person that's been there, that's kind of showed you the ropes because she was in the industry too. Mm -hmm. Like, and not to be able to enjoy all this fame. I know shortly after her mom passed, she actually did a interview on a radio station and the host, he wasn't too familiar with that. So he asked, was like, how your mom feel about that? Like, what's going on? I know y'all celebrating. And she was just silent silent and shook her head. I got to find that clip. And everyone was like, um, yo, like, her mom passed. Like, um, yeah, like, he didn't know. He didn't do his research. So he did apologize, though, um, I should say, shortly after that. But she got a lot going on, like, internally and externally for her benefit. But I think I would tell her, you kind of need to take a step back because you can't function in that type of grief, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Definitely. It, and that means she doesn't have a support system in this situation, exactly, you know, and like she doesn't have people that are. I feel like like certain I don't know. So if you're not accustomed to fame, you grew up where you grew up and now you have people around you that aren't accustomed to it as well. And a lot of times your support system has similar um, background as you. So like Shawan ain't never been famous. In a sense. So if I became famous, Azalea, you ain't never been famous. Y'all are my group, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we get to a certain level, if something like that happened to me, y'all wouldn't know how to deal with it. I wouldn't know how to deal with it. And now we're all trying to figure it out. And we, like you said, we all lost our moms too. So, and we all are daddyless daughters. So it would be, you know, we would be figuring it all out together yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so like that that like you said as a lady that support system is like key you know so she needs to surround herself with people who can help her like Amen. y'all I- are proponents for therapy and I appreciate that about y'all and that's what she needs she needs some type of therapeutic group not not no friends that you know, are still Um, like, let's drink it away. Let's party it away. Let's twerk it away. Like you need a real support system. Like you said, as a lady, that's going to tell you you're young, you can bounce back. Let's, let's chill out for a little bit. Let's, let's take a hiatus. Let's go 30 days without Instagram or go 30 days without being seen in the public. Mm -hmm. Let's go to this resort and let's chill. We got the money to do it. Let's, let's just go be out of it, you know, for a little bit so we can get ourselves together. Amen. Mm -hmm. I love your responses to that because I was thinking, you know, as you talk, the number one thing I wrote down was the support system, you know, and I, I believe in saying, get you some people, you know, some people that not only love you and celebrate you, but the people that I, that are in my life that at times I really can't stand them, but they tell me what <laughs> I don't want to hear. <laughs> they yeah. tell me the things that I do not want to hear. You know, and, you know, here lately, my brother, he, he was like, you need to grow up, you know, and <laughs> like I'm 40. I'm, I think I'm grown, you know, but he said, there are some areas of my life where I need to grow up and that, you know, it pierces me when he says stuff like that, but it's true. There's some truth to that, you know, and at the same time, it's like my grandma used to say, peace of mind 
means more than a million dollars. So that does require falling back, getting out the way, you know, just really getting to the point where I was just thinking as you guys talk, yeah, we, you know, she is young, she's popping and everything. But if you think about in terms of longevity, how are you going to still be relevant five, 10, 20 years from now? You know, if you don't slow down and reevaluate some things and some relationships, I think this cycle will definitely continue, you know, and I guess, you know, as I preach to, to the young Megs of the world, I'm preaching to myself, like, um, it's important to stop running into the same type of man. And I think that's something that, you know, if you pop in once again, you know, you may have a relationship with this one. It spills over into a relationship with that one because the last one didn't work. But what's the common thing? What made mm. you what made you leave? What made you not stay? You know, and like I say, I'm talking to myself as I'm bringing all this up, you know, what why am I not settled down? You know, it's just something that it's like self-reflection. It just causes you to think about stuff on a, a broader level than what happened that night. What keeps happening? You know what I'm yeah. saying? If it's not this person, you're the, you're the common thread in all these issues that keep popping up and arising. When somebody has a story and you're the headline, ask yourself why, you know, yeah. is it because I had saved the village in Africa? Or is it because I'm involved in some bullshit that I should have probably not been involved in? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think there's a certain level of personal responsibility that has to come from all these trials, you know, all these Absolutely. tribulations. So I say I, I'm big on using every moment as a learning experience. And I just feel like when you sit down and peel back all the layers, what can you learn from this? You know, and, and I do, I, I admire people who take a hiatus from social media because it does become a bit to toxic and too much at times. So attention is addictive, yeah. especially mm -hmm. when you don't have the guidance system around it. So like, mm -hmm. even with uh, us, like we all are older, you know what I'm saying? So taking a, we understand the importance of taking a hiatus. So like we all can sit and have a conversation and be like, yo, as late, I'm not going to be on Instagram this day, that day for the younger generation. It's like, what? How it's do you like do breathing. that? Information <laughs> overload, you know, and like with, you know, I feel like with the invention of social media, it has its benefits and it has its negatives. Right. But like with the younger generation, because they're attention seekers, attention grabbers, information overload people. They, that's not something that, that they can do. Like Megan Thee Stallion, you could tell by her pictures, her videos, she loves the attention. Not saying that's right or wrong. She just loves it. So, but she doesn't understand that that attention is so much more than just people telling you you're pretty. You're going to get people telling you you're ugly. <laughs> like now, on a grand <laughs> fucking scale. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you're going to have people picking apart your life like we're doing. Not we're not doing it in a way that's hurtful, but you're going to have people who don't have good intentions doing the same thing and their voices are going to speak louder than the people who are talking about you in order to help you be a better person. Amen. Yeah. And I just if one more person say, oh, she was a man like that really pisses me yeah. off. Like, OK. We didn't ask to be this size. You know, I'm saying we. Listen, listen to this one. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask to be there near six feet tall with, you know, these 
size 10 feet, but please don't, don't do that. Y'all like, you know what I'm saying? That just, that part just irks me. Like you couldn't figure out no other insult to say, Oh, she's probably a man. Like, that is so dumb. And even if she was a man, like she, she would have y'all be to shame. You know what I'm okay. saying? <laughs> so I just Meg is beautiful with and yes. without makeup. Like exactly. she is gorgeous on both levels. Like, and I feel like like Azalea, just to piggyback on what you were saying as far as her ham- her family, she needs to understand that. And I don't think she knows that. And I think that's the part of the attention that um this generation they need it to validate how beautiful they are. And I, I, I struggle with this my whole life. And we didn't have social media, so I would be probably horrible, you know, <laughs> if we had it back in my day, to be honest with you. But she has to come into her own and understand that she's beautiful and she doesn't need the world to tell her that. Amen. You know? I agree. I definitely um, agree. Thing too, to kind of jump in for Tori, he need um therapy too. Oh, because of course he lost his mom too, y'all. I think. I don't know that. Me neither. But I think he lost his mom too. Just with kind of his history of being, you know, out there. Know. Yeah, exactly. Like I think you know he kind of need homeboys, and I- I'm just gonna. This is my opinion, and I'm judging. I think. <laughs> Well, guys don't necessarily check their friends when it comes to like, yo, you kind of spazzing out, yo, (laughs) because it's not, you know, the norm. And if you, again, like Pashas was kind of saying, if your whole entourage is all trying to figure it out and ain't the norm, then you probably don't know much about that. And just to kind of throw Kanye under the bus, that's why it turns into Kanye. Like, you gotta get help you know, on certain situations when you go through, go through things. Like I'm a very strong person, I believe. So I don't like to ask for help and I don't like to recognize that I need help. But Mm -hmm. sometimes you get to a point where you're like, yo, the only thing at this point is help. And I think not a lot of people can recognize that or do that, but that is important. Like self-help, and people around you that can be like, yo, well, why don't you get help? Help is not a bad thing, y'all. And I'm not trying to say we all crazy over here, but it like, isn't it's okay to kind of say, yo, like I cannot figure this out. Just like you can't figure a math problem out, you raise your hand and get the teacher. Same thing. If you can't exactly. figure certain like, aspects out, you got to raise your hand and say, hey, do anybody know where I can get some assistance? Because I think, Again, our culture gen- like tends to associate it with crazy or now I'm going to be on crazy pills. It's not always that. Sometimes you just need to talk like we're talking here. This is also therapeutic for us. Like you've got to get those emotions and things out before it escalates into a situation like this. Yeah. And I just like one last thing I thought about with how we're seeing Kanye sort of unravel or yep. right before our very eyes. It's like. The one issue I do have, I mean, you can't tell nobody how to have a breakdown, but I'm just like, why you got to keep calling people names out, putting them, drawing them into your mess? My mom always says, misery loves company. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, damn, bro, you really going through it. But you keep dropping all these names and trying to pull people. And every person that I saw over time that he mentioned their name, their their tweet was, um, I hope he gets better. You know, nobody kind of, 
retaliated or kind of went in because they see what's going on. So I do appreciate that people are not kind of, you know, going tit for tat with him when he just out of the blue mentioned somebody else's name. So I just feel you going through your stuff, try to hold hold it to you. You know what I'm saying? Don't drag other people into it. Y'all know, don't talk about my Kanye, first of all. (laughs) And do do some research behind why he's saying those people's names. I did. Do that. Okay. But this is what I wanted to kind of bring up with mm-hmm. Tory Lanez. And I know I, I heard that his mom had passed too. Listen to what I kind of looked on Wikipedia. I kind of like just trying to, just for background sake. He did lose his mom. He mm-hmm. went to move with his dad. His dad and him had some issues. I don't know what type of issues was, but he was forced to go back to Canada to move because he moved back to the States with his dad. Forced to go back to Canada. His grandma didn't want to raise him. So, like, he had a rough life, y'all. Like, his life wasn't, like, no better. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the issues that he's having, as lay, your advice is the best. You know, he needs help. You know, he needs help just as much. He was like, he had no father, no grandmother, no mom. You know, he had to fend for himself. So mm-hmm. imagine that. And I think they said this was all by the age of 15. You always do that. I'll be trying to hate somebody. Then it's like, but wait, why? Why? Why I'm did sorry. it happen like that? She does this I like, we could be talking about the worst people in the world. She was like, but there's a reason. <laughs> like, you know, there's yeah. a reason why they are the way they are. And me being the social worker, I definitely have to take into account their history, upbringing, biopsychosocial, like their life, their everything comes into play. But it's like, no, he did something wrong, you know, but there's a whole story behind it. So. Well, I'm sorry, Shawan. I'm sorry if I can't take stuff on face value, y'all. I wanted I'm to hate him. No, I just... Nah, <laughs> I can't help it, but I'm just saying, I think Ezele, your advice was the best advice for everybody. It's like seek counseling, seek guidance, be around people that love you and not just who you are, Tory Lanez, Meg Thee Stallion. They love you, the person. Like your and real name. You to, yeah, and they yeah. want the best for you, you know, <laughs> on, on the most minute, caring, loving level. Like not somebody that just wants to be around Tory Lanez to clout chase or Megan the Stallion to clout chase find people who really care about Megan and I think his name is Dre Star or something like that so find people that care about you not wait that's his first name Des- yeah, I think it's like it- Destar Destar yeah Dre Star something like that something like that what is Daystar Daystar Peterson okay Mr. Peterson yeah so and then I mean Jesus abandoned by everybody they have similar history no mom no dad no grandma jesus christ but anyway all right. yeah, that's um, another show definitely God, dang jesus christ people and we having a hard time dealing with it and we don't have the spotlight spotlight magnified on us yeah imagine mm-hmm. jesus christ man mm. Anyway, yeah, but I thank y'all because you know, when we started, you know, from the time we started to the time we ended this conversation, I think it's really taken a serious turn. You know, the perspectives have definitely been narrowed down. Um, definitely, you know, take some time to be okay and to self reflect and evaluate every little thing and figure it out. If it's not working, we got to find a way to make it work, and we all do have to get along. 
So, mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> I need to take my own advice on a lot of stuff, but yeah. <laughs> Did y'all want to add anything to wrap it up today? Mm-mm. Listen to WAP. That's it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even go there with me on that damn song. Worship and praise, y'all. Worship and praise on oh, Sunday. Thank you. I You're love welcome. you. Thank Clear you. it up. Clear it up. We'll be on here for another two hours. Mess with yeah. me in that damn song. Yes, you will. Oh. Good Lord. Anyway. That should be. Well, yeah, we may have to revisit that next um, conversation. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. I love y'all and uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, this is definitely Shawan signing off. It's and passes. Y'all have a good day. Good week. Bye. Bye.